Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Well, welcome, boys and girls, to the podcast-only version of the NFL Picks Against the Spread for Two-Tail Nuanas for Week 7 heading into an NFL weekend. These are the picks that we did not do live on the show. little bonus content for you on the Two-Tail Nuanas podcast. Coulter, uh, there are a bunch of uh, weird games this weekend, but I, you know... I'm into it. I got the red zone for free, so I'm all good. How? Well, I shouldn't say for free, but I mean, I got them to add it for free. No, no, no. I'm paying for my subscription Mm. to Dish, if you must know. I'm a Dish subscriber, and then, you know- I I try to steal your Dish all the time. I call them, so you're the pirate, is what you're saying. I got Uh, got NFL Sunday ticket for like 10 bucks. Anyway, I added their sports package for free- uh, which includes red zone. So I will can't wait for Miami at Buffalo. It's going to be great. Let's start with this, okay? Miami at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are a 17-point home favorite, uh, which you do not hear very often when the Bills are involved. They're a 17-point favorite, but thus is the situation with the Miami Dolphins right now. Um I think isn't Miami coming off a bye right here? Maybe they both are. I gotta take a look. But the Buffalo Bills, uh, Coulter have been actually pretty good. In fact, they're the only team this season that gave New England uh, any type of fight whatsoever. The Bills' defense is legit. They're they have a very good defense, and I think Josh Allen in year two is still kind of who he is, which is I think actually a little bit better than what I would have guessed, uh, but I don't know, you know, I don't know what his ceiling is, but I think he's he's okay. Uh, they are getting uh, Singleton, Singleton, Singletary, who's their running back? Whoever it is, Devin Singleton. You don't play enough fantasy to know. Neither do I, clearly, because I can't get the name right. Uh, returning for this football game, but uh, all this is about Miami, right, and how bad are they going to be? Ryan Tannehill, Nope, check it. Ryan Fitzpatrick going to be starting for uh, the Dolphins. They went from Fitzpatrick to start, then to Rosen, and now back to Fitzpatrick in Miami. the end of the day, uh, I would bet, honestly, right now we're week seven, Miami doesn't win a game. And that is, I mean, as bad as any team is, and obviously there's been some over teams in the league, you would always expect them to get one somewhere along the line. I expect Miami to get none this season. Zero. So I got... 
uh, Buffalo, and I'm going to take them to, to lay the 17. I don't even care. I'm a 17-point favorite. It, th- there's almost no number to me that's too big for Miami right now. It just uh, It's just what it is. Plus, Buffalo's a great, you know, it's a divisional matchup in Buffalo. Great place to play. West New York, always looking to beat up on somebody. They're just going to have a field day with Miami, it seems to me. I would love to know the NFL record for 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 two touchdown or more spreads for a single team. Because mm. this is Miami's, what, seventh straight? Oh, it, right. Like, I mean, the only game that wasn't a double-digit spread was probably week one against the Baltimore Ravens. And they lost by 50. 50. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've been as many as, I mean, didn't they have the all-time record for spread? Or, or they at least were approaching it? I mean, I've never seen an NFL spread of 20 points or more, and they yeah. and they were they had one earlier this year. So, they yeah, they're just bad. Devin Singletary, by the way. Yeah, Devin there Singletary, you go. yep. Um, I think the Bills are good, actually, uh, and I think the Dolphins are really bad. So I agree. I, I picked the Bills. I think the Bills can lay the seventeen. How about the the total though, forty one? That's an interesting over under. It is. Uh, I mean, the Bills got a very good defense, and so I, I mean, I expect Miami to maybe get ten. Yeah. So thirty one ten covers the spread, gets you to the number. Are the Bills going to go for thirty one? Maybe. I. Uh, I mean, forty-one is not a big number by any stretch. I don't know if the that Miami's going to score against Buffalo. Yeah, it could Buffalo be. Buffalo's really good on defense. Could be thirty-one-three, really and you don't even really get close to it. Yeah. So I, I let's put it like this: I would never touch the total. No. Uh, if you're going to ask me right now, maybe I go under. Under totally. Um, Rams at Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons are a three-point home underdog to the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are coming into this thing having lost three straight. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are awful. They're awful. And so I don't – this is like a no-brainer to me. I know the Rams have question marks, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. They get Jalen Ramsey, uh, and it's not 100% that Jalen Ramsey's going to play in this game as he's just arrived uh, to the to the club. I'm taking the Rams all day long in this thing. I mean, I, I this is an absolute no-brainer to me because even if Atlanta goes out there and scores some points or whatever, they could stop nobody, and I think that the Rams are going to be really uh, – this is like a get-right game for the Rams' offense to me in a dome. I know they're traveling you know, to the East Coast or whatever, but no, I mean, Atlanta's, Atlanta's awful. So I'll take the Rams. I think the Rams are still a good team and have the upside of being – an outstanding team. I'll take the Rams. It's going to get worse before it gets better in Atlanta. They are likely, I mean, didn't they fire one of their coordinators this week? I'm pretty sure they fired their defensive coordinator. Uh, and they're going to, I mean, it's Dan Quinn's going to be on the hot seat before we I mean, know Dan it. Quinn's a defensive coach. That's what he was the D.C. in Seattle. That's how we got this job. So, I mean, firing your D.C., okay, but really, I mean, you're it's you. Totally, and I think I mean I think he had to make the move. Oh, so they fired no Sarkeesian. That was a while ago, right? Oh yeah, Sarkeesian's been out. Sorry, I'm just using the Google machine, and it's yeah, it's fine. They they are uh, in a state of disarray. They're just not even close to what they once were. Dan Quinn's going to be on the hot seat. He already is, but I mean I would not be surprised if he is the first in season firing mm. this year. Mm. I mean, honestly though. In-season firings are way more about underachievement than they are about being plain bad. Like the Dolphins, you knew you were going to be bad. You're worse than you thought you were going to be, but you knew you were going to be bad. Whereas the the Falcons, I think, 
They didn't know they were. I mean, the Falcons were in the Super Bowl like two years ago. Yeah, the Falcons. The Falcons thought that they were, you know, certainly a divisional contender and a and a very real playoff team, and they are anything but. So we'll see how the Rams get back on track. What the addition of Jalen Ramsey does to me, the Rams' offensive issues stem from the offensive line and stem from Todd Gurley, and so if they can get that healthy. Either or, uh, they, they I think they have a chance to have another breakout performance on offense. So I agree. I think the Rams are going to win this game handily. So we're both on the Rams uh, there. Uh, the over under 54 and a half, I don't know. I'll probably go the over on it. Why not? I mean, let, let two teams that like to light it up, light it up. Uh, this is a weird game because both these teams are sort of mere images of one another, and they're both bad, but they're bad in sort of the same way. They're bad defensively, and they're only okay offensively. The Arizona Cardinals are at the New York Giants. The Giants are a three-point favorite. Uh, the Giants do get Saquon Barkley back. I believe they get Evan Ingram back. I don't think Sterling Shepard is going to be available for this game. He's gotten two concussions in the first five weeks of the season, Sterling Shepard. So their number one wide receiver is out, but they have Golden Tate again uh, now uh, rolling. So the Giants have much better options on offense than they've had the last couple of weeks. Uh, And obviously the return of Saquon Barkley is monstrous. Arizona, though, has gotten steadily better. I mean, they each week... And they won last week. That's right. That's right. They have... have uh, they have gotten better, I, I would say, th- consistently throughout the course of the season. And look, I mean, everybody's been skeptical and upset. Not, no, I don't know if upset's the word. But everybody's been very skeptical of Cliff Kingsbury and what he is. But if if this if this team has improved week to week, then, I mean, I think you got to say at least something is going right. And Colter, they didn't just win last week. They've won the last two weeks. So they had that tie against the Lions in week one, dropped the next three in a row, but beat the Bengals, okay. I mean, the Bengals are terrible. Then they beat the Falcons, okay. Like, the Falcons are also terrible. But they're wins. And, and this for a team that isn't very good. Like, you have to start if you're not very good by beating other not very good teams. And they have done that. And I give them credit for it. And they've scored, you know, 26 and 34 points respectively the last couple of weeks so that's going in the right direction that said i think the giants are going to be uh uh be they're going to be able to score against the arizona cardinals i mean almost certainly i think that saquon barkley in his first game back is going to potentially have a a monster game in this one so the giants uh again they are a three-point home favorite in this one i like the giants to win this game and probably cover that spread i think this could be a really good competitive game but i also expect it to be a high scoring game 50 and a half points the total on this one i got i got the over on that uh that is one that is one total that i would uh mess around with a little bit and i'd take the over on that one for sure and so in high scoring games uh even if they're close it doesn't mean they're going to be close like three points it means they're going to be close like maybe seven points maybe 10 points but i got the giants winning this thing and uh and ending the two game streak for the arizona cardinals but a fun matchup between daniel jones and uh, kyler murray uh in uh, in the in the matchup here kyler murray's been good and sometimes great and yeah. he i mean he's throwing for almost 290 yards a game right now and he's also averaging 6.1 yards per rush you can't really ask much more in terms of his production only four picks yeah, six games into his rookie year, which I think he'd probably take that at this point. Um, I can't bet on the Giants, man. I just don't think – I think the return of Saquon Barkley is definitely going to give him a shot in the arm, but how healthy is he actually going to be? You know, what, What's he perform like coming off an injury because he never really had to do that yet in the NFL? 
And I just I don't believe in the Giants' defense. I think I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I agree with you. I'm going to take the over, but I'm going to take the Cardinals. Okay, very good. So we uh, disagree on this one, and that's uh, okay. San Francisco at Washington. Washington getting their first win last week. Why? Because everybody does over Miami. The one opportunity the Dolphins had to maybe win a game, and they couldn't get it done. It's also, though, so very disconcerting that after they fire their coach and they rally or whatever, and they go and play the hands-down worst team in the league, one of the worst teams in the last decade, they won by a point, 17-16, over the Dolphins last week, the Washington Redskins. This Washington, terrible terrible like this is an this is just the the whole organization is a complete incomplete disarray uh san francisco obviously undefeated they the only difficulty that san francisco has in this game is travel i mean they got to go from the bay to the nation's capital to play this football game but washington is a nine and a half point home underdog they will get obliterated in this game i mean they i don't know if washington scores a point that defense and this defensive front in particular from san francisco is the real deal if you got the san francisco defense in fantasy congratulations to you on this one uh i got uh san francisco winning this game probably by 20 stay hot for sure i mean their defense is mean san francisco's is and they're rolling right now and there's nothing better than rolling than playing the second worst team in the league. No it helps you keep rolling. I think San Francisco is going to win going away as well. I'm going to take the Niners and I'm going to take them to cover plus nine and a half. Total on this one, 41. It doesn't really matter. I probably go under just because I don't think Washington is hardly going to score at all. Uh, and then the game, they'll just run the ball and shorten it up the, in the second half. That's what I think. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Man, just a, there's just so many god-awful teams. Like, there's never this many truly bad teams in the NFL, and there really are this year. But the Jacksonville Jaguars at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is, uh, again, just a, just a god-awful football team right now. Uh, they are a four-point home underdog to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's a two-point, a two-win team. Okay, They've won two games on this season. They're playing with a freshman or rookie uh, quarterback, and we can talk about Gardner Minshew mania and all this stuff. The fact of the matter is, is, I mean, nobody is trading whoever they got playing quarterback right now to get Gardner Minshew. Minshew's a great story because he's a great story, not because as of yet he's a great quarterback. Uh, and that includes Cincinnati, who would much rather have Andy Dalton than Gardner Minshew, but they're so bad everywhere else that they're a four-point underdog in their own barn uh, right now. And I got no reason to think that that changes. Give me Minshew Mania all day long. Plus, they still got a very good defense. They lose Jalen Ramsey. A guy that talented is never necessarily good to have off your team, but because of the true headache he was being and even sitting out, at that point, he's got to go. So I'll take, I'll take the uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars to uh, you know win this thing by a touchdown one way or another, even though the Jags are, are not very good. Does this seem like a smaller spread than you'd expect? I would expect the Jacksonville to be a seven-point favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the the four points is a little bit surprising. I mean, I, I, I don't the, – I, I, the thing is, Jacksonville also, they're just not very good too. You know what I mean? That's why I think – I mean, it's more of an indictment on Jacksonville than anything else to me. Why is that? What happened to them? I mean, I guess it's easy to say. They traded – I mean – we haven't even seen it without Jalen Ramsey, but he was their best player. And then they already had Paul Plazeski and, Te- and Tevin Smith walk away. Paul Plazeski retired. Smith took the year off, whatever that means. And Marcel Darius and Calais Campbell both a little long in the tooth. So I guess, I mean, maybe it does make sense that they've taken a step back. But, I mean, they were ferocious on defense a couple years ago. They just don't seem like they have that same zip that they did. Yeah, no doubt. I love Minshew. 
Leonard Fournette's a beast. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I got Jacksonville to cover this. I think they'll win by more than the, the plus four. Okay. Uh, total on this game, 44. I got no clue. Chargers at Tennessee. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers are a two-and-a-half-point road underdog at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Chargers' offensive line is just <laughs> – it's just unbearably bad, man. I mean, of all these games we we're picking right now, the Bills and the maybe Rams and the Niners are the only good teams. Yeah, and then the Monday Nighter. Well, we're not going to pick that one here yet, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm telling you, there's there's a preponderance of bad teams in the NFL. Which Why is that? I don't know. I really don't know, man. It's weird. I think it's when your window closes and you're still stuck with the same guys. That's what the Falcons are going through. Like Matt Ryan's their guy until he's not, but he but he's just not good enough anymore. And they're just not good enough around him either. But they paid him, so now they can't be better around him. It's the thing that I said was going to happen with all these guys getting paid. But here's the thing: but like, then like the Redskins, they're just a disaster. It always happens to a team. There's there's always a couple bad teams and then there's also there's always a team or two that really underachieves like the Atlanta Falcons. Right. But how can Miami and Atlanta and the Giants and the Redskins and the Cardinals and the Jaguars and the Bengals and the Chargers all be horrific? I don't think Arizona or New York are, I did I did I did add them just in just because they're not. They're they're not good right now, but they could. They're gonna get better. They are. They're on their way up. Like the Redskins, there's no hope for the Redskins. The Redskins suck. There's no. There's no hope. Here's the teams. There's no hope for Miami. Yep. Washington. Yep. Atlanta Cincinnati. and Cincinnati. Cincinnati and honestly, got honestly, dude, the Chargers. There is no hope for the Los Angeles Chargers. They are so bad on on the offensive line. Philip Rivers is done. As a result of all of that, and even though they got players, and you know, I know that he's out, you know, right now, Joey Bosa, uh, but th- th- they have to start over again. Now they have some pieces because they have a nice running back situation and some good pieces defensively, but team wise, they're not close right now, and they're going the wrong direction. They got to, they, they, they got to, they got to start over. It's unbelievable. Given that though, are you still you're, you're picking Tennessee? Then I am picking Tennessee. And Tannehill's first start as a non-Dolphin. Let me ask you this: Would you rather have Tannehill or Mariota? Tannehill. Okay, then. From the day one, from the whole time, I'd rather have Tannehill. And so already a team that we thought well, I'd never been on Marcus Mariota though. I never thought Mariota was good ever, not even in college. You have? I thought he was like all right, but like I I, I thought he was overrated from the day he was no. Oregon starter. And you're you're proving that out to be to have been correct in that. But that's the point is now if the better quarterback is playing quarterback, then a team that was. Not very good, but not awful. Should be better even than that. And and yeah. they're going against a team that has no chance, especially up front. And Tennessee, they are pretty good defensively. They are. And so they're, I think I think their at, offensive line took a hit. I mean, Taylor Lewan's still really good, but their offensive line just doesn't look good this year. Either. Taylor Lewan had a four game suspension to start the year. That's part of. It. And so his return obviously is going to be that. substantial. And and uh, and Tennessee at home, they need to get this one. I think they will get this one. Two and a half points. I'll take the Tennessee Titans. Mm, man, the Titans. <laughs> The Titans, even with you know being on the brink of or even being in the playoffs the last couple of years, have just looked so blah mm-hmm. when you watch them play. Because mm-hmm. even when they'd win, you know, I mean, Mariota would have these twenty-four for twenty-eight for one hundred and fourteen yards. You right. know, these weird games where he's seriously checking down to the running back in the flat every time. 
Oh, man. I just I think that Philip the dad got to pick him. I'm picking, I'm picking the Chargers. Okay. Just, just to be a contrarian. Why Get a not? little sideways on it. Okay. Very good. Uh, our, the Monday Nighter is New England at the Jets. We'll do that one on Monday. Uh, so I don't think we need to do that one here. Uh, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Tampa, all on a bye this week, by the way, for keeping track at home. This has been the podcast only NFL picks against the spread. Boys and girls, we appreciate you. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.